0: What exactly is renewable hydrogen? Is it different than regular hydrogen? Is it clean? Is it safe? We'll answer those questions and more on today's episode of Ask Anna Arcan, our podcast series where we sit down with our experts to talk about some of the work that we do here at Natural Resources Canada. I'm your host, Joel Houle, and for those of you who are new to the show, we call this series Ask Anna Arcan because we want to hear from you. The purpose of the show is to share with you not only the type of science that we do, but also why we do it. So, at the end of the episode, if you have any questions on renewable hydrogen, head to Twitter and tweet at us using the hashtag #AskAnarcan. Our experts will do their best to answer all relevant questions. Sounds good? Okay, let's do it. My guest today is research scientist Peter Gogolek, who you might remember from our episode on bioplastics last year. Peter, welcome back. I'm happy to be here. Perfect. Um, can you start by explaining to us what is hydrogen and why specifically it's so important to the energy sector? Okay, well, hydrogen is
1: the lightest um, molecule that we have on Earth, or in its, and it's actually one of the most abundant in the universe. Um, it is odorless. It's invisible, really. And it's non-toxic, as far as we can tell, because it doesn't last long enough. It's extremely reactive. Um, when, cu- when hydrogen burns, the flame is invisible. So it actually, in some cases, it's a, a safety hazard that way. Um, it's used in a lot of industrial processes. Um, it's a, an important component for producing fertilizer, which the worldwide agricultural industry requires. Um, it's used in metal production, food production, um, and in Canada, one of the places it's used um, a lot is in the upgrading of our oil
0: sands resources. So, when I hear hydrogen, um, there seems to be a few negative uh, stigmas, I guess, or uh, surrounding hydrogen. Can you tell us a little bit more about?
1: Well, yes. uh, Because of the extreme flammability of hydrogen, um, a lot of people remember the Hindenburg explosion. It was a zeppelin. The zeppelins, because hydrogen is very light, it was used to fill the balloons that carried these aircraft across the ocean, and it caught fire. And it was very. It was captured on early film, so it's very well known for that. Um, Hydrogen is also associated with nuclear weapons, the hydrogen bomb, you know. so the brand has got a little bit of a tarnish attached to that. But hydrogen is a very important component of our industrial processes. It's used safely every day in very, very large volumes, and it is um, an important energy carrier that could be the key to our renewable, green, carbon-free
0: energy future. You touched on something interesting here about our, our carbon energy future. I was always under the impression that the, like the use of hydrogen in technology was clean, but mm-hmm. apparently that's not always the case. Can you explain to us why that is? Sure.
1: Um, exactly the same way as electricity is perceived as being clean, but if your electricity is generated using coal, there's an awful lot of carbon emissions, greenhouse gas emissions associated with that electricity. Um, In the same way, hydrogen is most commonly produced from what is called steam reforming. So it's a reaction of steam with natural gas, which is predominantly methane, to produce hydrogen and also carbon dioxide in very large amounts. It's actually a very intensive GHG emitter uh, in, in that sense. So it's not if your hydrogen is produced from a fossil source,
0: it's not clean. So can renewable hydrogen help us lower our carbon footprints? Well, absolutely, and there there are other ways
1: of producing hydrogen at the moment because of various economic forces. Steam reforming of natural gas is the most common way they um, there are very many other pl- other ways of producing hydrogen using renewable energy. Electrolysis of water using renewable electricity is a great way of doing it. It, it actually has its own little ac- um, uh, tag phrase in, in English called power to gas, where the excesses of hydro or uh, wind or solar are used to uh, for the electrolysis of water to produce hydrogen. Uh, Personally, I am working on projects that are looking at the gasification of various biosourced materials. um, Biosolids, which are the solids left over from treating wastewater, gasified, and the hydrogen refined from that. Um, Gasification of wood, wood wastes. For production of hydrogen, so there there are ways that are coming on stream now and increasingly competitive with fossil sources for the production of hydrogen.
0: If we can go back to the energy sector, can you expand uh, or go into greater details as to like how hydrogen is used in, I think spe- specifically in the oil and gas sector, right? Is that correct? Sure.
1: That that's one of the uh, there are two places where. Um, Hydrogen is manufactured and used. Um, One of them, and perhaps the largest, is for the fertilizer industry, where hydrogen is produced to make ammonia, to make fertilizers. Um, The other one is, or nitrogen-based fertilizers. The other place is for the upgrading of heavy oils, um, where you want to introduce hydrogen to get the carbon-to-hydrogen ratio to the level that's needed for the consumer products for gasoline, for diesel fuel, uh, for kerosene and, and so forth. So you need to h- produce hydrogen to react with those um, the, the, the heavier crude oils, the, for example the oil sands that we have in Alberta in great abundance to produce
0: the products that we need in our everyday lives. So what is adding hydrogen? to the heavy oil do? Okay, what it, what the,
1: well, what you have in the heavy oil, and one of the reasons it's called heavy oil, is that it is heavy. It's got too much carbon compared to the hydrogen. We want to in react that material with the hydrogen that we've produced, renewably, hopefully, to get its the carbon-to-hydrogen ratio um, lower, so that we have the what is what is a, known as a lighter product what it, so that is that's able to be used in your automobile your diesel truck your home heating fuel these are the places that we use the hydrocarbons predominantly
0: so what do you think is the future of hydrogen, uh, basically, from, from an energy sector standpoint in the future? Are we looking at an increase in trying to obtain more hydrogen? Are we moving away from fossil fuels so there's likely less hydrogen to be used? Or, Well, hydrogen, hydrogen I
1: think, has a great future. Um, I think it will be something that we will be seeing a lot more of. Um, one of the ways of leveling out as, as people might be aware that they have when you're producing renewable electricity, wind or solar, that has its peaks when it's available and the times when it's not available. Hydrogen, through this gas to power, it, or power to gas, sorry, is very much the way of storing that electricity so it can be used later. Um, the renewable hydrogen that can be produced will be uh, useful in in many ways it can be used as a transportation fuel people have heard about the fuel cell vehicles Mm -hmm. that that's one place where it can be used Um, it can be used again in any of these industries that use hydrogen a lot right now like fertilizers like heavy like um, refineries Um, Mm -hmm. and it could even be used in the um, natural gas system. A small amount of hydrogen will not change the equipment that's required, but you can that's a place where you can put your gas.
0: That's super interesting. Thank you so much, Peter, for your time today. Uh, you're very welcome. I enjoyed it. So this is the end of the episode. But like always, it doesn't mean it's the end of our conversation. If you have any follow-up questions for our experts, get on Twitter and tweet at us using the hashtag AskNRCan. Also, if you're interested in learning more about the scientific work that we do at Natural Resources Canada, check out our online magazine called Simply Science. We have a ton of great content for you, including articles, videos, and previous episodes of this podcast. If you check out the podcast page for this episode, we'll have links available to any relevant material so you can learn more about what we talked about today. The best way to find Simply Science is either to Google it or click on the banner from our website at nrcan.gc.ca. And if you like this episode and you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, please leave a review and subscribe so you can check out any previous or future episodes. That's it for us today. Thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next time.